Hello everyone and welcome back to The Intersection. I'm your host Frankie Walls and for this week's episode we'll be talking to class of 2022 Annabelle Everin who's a psychology major. We talk about mental health and anxiety and just how important it is to address this especially during this strange hybrid semester that we went through. Just a heads up this episode was recorded in spring of 2021 and it is now the fall of 2021 so I'm now a senior. How has having anxiety changed your experience going to Ithaca? I know about your anxiety because we're friends. But, like, in your day-to-day, like, has it ever been weird or people not really understanding why you act a certain way or something like that? <laughs> um, yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, I think for, like, my friends who know I have anxiety it's like if I'm acting a certain way or I seem like I was talking with my friend about this last night actually and she was like yeah like I used to think you were just like really hyper and like just really excited all the time and then you told me (laughs) it's yeah you were just like really anxious um so I think for people who don't know that me like when I'm out in public like people who don't know that usually what me like being very like expressive and like very all over the place is usually me just being anxious it probably comes off very um weird um and I feel like sometimes I do get like weird looks from people um (laughs) just because I'm kind of over the top sometimes because I'm like freaking out in my head um but I think I think, I don't know, I mean, my friends are really supportive, like, you've been really supportive of, like, everything, Um, so I tend to just kind of stick with um, you and, like, you know, my other friends and not really try to focus on, like, how other people are viewing that to the best that I can, because obviously that's also, um, I get worried sometimes, like, how I'm coming across. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And just going off of that, like, how has it been going through classes and navigating that? Because you have accommodations for your anxiety. And just, like, how has that been with people either, like, understanding it or kind of not really believing it? You know, like, those kind of issues. Yeah. Um <clears throat> based on experiences that I had in high school, I definitely (laughs) was really scared that like, if I talked to my professors and I was like, yeah, I have these accommodations for, you know, these reasons, whatever, that they were just gonna be like, huh, yeah, okay. And like, not really believe me and think I was like trying to take advantage of some system or something. Um, But pretty much everybody, like the professors that I've talked to have been like really understanding. Um, I feel like, the thing that's gotten in the way most is probably just like my own worry to like reach out and like explain the extent of stuff because like I really hate I mean most people I feel like don't like being put on the spot but I really (laughs) like if you cold call me in class like my whole mind goes blank like I really can't think and then I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm gonna think about that for like the rest of the day and probably the next day and like when we meet again and just be like oh 
well, everybody probably was thinking something and like, it's kind of embarrassing for me. Um, so I feel like if I just explained those things better, I probably would have a better experience, but I feel like the things that like, the things that I have explained, like, like when I go and I meet with them and I'm like, Hey, so these are my accommodations. How can we work to like, adjust, like, like fit these, you know, into how your class functions. Um, for the most part, I feel like professors have been pretty understanding. I've had like a few like weird things, but not, not like overwhelming, overwhelmingly like as a reaction from professors, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about those weird ones? Um, I guess it's more just like, like one of my professors right now is like really nice and like really supportive. And um, it's very clear that like he wants us to succeed and like is really going to go like the extra mile to make sure like if we need help, like he's there. And he's gonna like do office hours or other meetings and this, that, whatever, just to make sure that we understand the material and like we're feeling confident and like good to go forward. Um, and he even said, he was like, well, I hope by now like <laughs> you guys know that I'm, I'm pretty approachable. So like, please ask me questions and stuff. But I feel like sometimes professors aren't as approachable as they think yeah yeah no that's completely understandable and i think that especially in this new era of hybrid school and like covid and everything like anxiety has become so much higher than just like everyone that it's like who do i tell my personal issues to and who do i feel would understand because I don't know if I told you about this, but I first started really having bad anxiety in the second half or the first half of sophomore year. The second half of the first half of sophomore year, much closer to spring break and COVID era. My grandmother had passed away and I like broke down. I had to go home for a week. I like couldn't move. I had like friends cleaning my room, trying to send emails to my professors because I just would, I was, I didn't want to. I was like catatonic. And when I got back, like just explaining how hard it was for me to do school and go through the motions, most of my professors were okay. But then I had this one who told me like, you just have to get over it. And I never wanted to open up again. And then COVID happened and I literally lost so many more relatives. And my anxiety and depression has just been like all time high. And I've never been like diagnosed for those things. So it's been a process like getting diagnosed, trying to talk to therapists and stuff. And it's like, do I have to explain that every time I can't go to class? Like, hi, professor, someone passed away in my family yesterday, and I don't think I can 
go to class today. And it's just like, how can you balance that? Because I feel like sometimes professors are just like, well, that's life. Besides me, (laughs) do you have a lot of friends that also identify with having mental health issues or anxiety? Do you think that's a lot more common in our generation? Um, yeah, I have a lot, I have a lot of friends who um, have anxiety or depression or um, some sort of like PTSD, um, stuff like that. Um, I've, I feel like there's like statistics or something that show like, I think our generation or something is like there are higher levels of anxiety or something. I, that's what I thought I heard. Um, but I don't know based on me just going out and like talking with people I feel like I would agree (laughs) um so I feel like we're all equally going through it yeah I think there's just a lot of different every generation I feel like has their own like pressures and stuff and and like uh things that are going on like like in the world or just like um in the country or whatever that like are shaping kind of like their general I don't like the mental state of like that general like generation um so I feel like for the pressures that like we're going through and like all the things that just just our current state I feel like obviously like our very current state um has you know has an impact um so I think in terms of that, yeah, it makes sense that we're a pretty anxious group of kids. <laughs> yeah, it's like a college population. That's the thing, though. I think, like, like some of my friends, like, now that I'm closer with them, I'm like, oh, like, you re- oh. Because some of them look like they really have their stuff together and they're just really doing great. And I'm over here and I'm a mess. And I'm really in my head like, wow, everybody is really doing so great. What is going on? <laughs> um, and then I'll, I'll, you know, they'll open up with me a little bit and I'm like, oh, you also are dealing with these things. Wow. Um, yeah, you're just better at outwardly looking great yeah like I've lost that ability a long time ago like this is fully who I am now everyone can see it (laughs) um but yeah so I think it definitely is more common than people think that it is um whether it's like anxiety depression whatever like just having some sort of mental health thing is a lot more common um and everybody like shows that differently like there's general things that you know would be like the same for um you know just across the board sort of thing but everybody also experiences things really differently and like I feel like based on like your background like like your lens of everything your view of everything is already different so the way that you take on like anxiety 
what is it like a specific thing is a general this that whatever you know like it it kind of just changes for everybody so I think it's also important because like like you were saying with like professors like if they if they have like anxiety or something um then they might be like oh well I don't understand why you know uh, and this goes for like other people too, just like generally, like if someone has something, they're like, oh, well, I don't understand why that other person can't just, you know, do the same things that I'm doing. Like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm functioning. Like, why is it not possible for them? Um, and it's really just about like understanding that like it takes a different form for everybody. And to just like, if, if it's just about like listening, I think, and like understanding that. And being aware and, and being more empathetic because I feel like more people need to be empathetic mm-hmm. 100% do you think um the way you the way Ithaca handles mental health did that at all affect you deciding to go here like caps and accommodations or was that something you looked into after um, you got here so I wasn't aware of like any any of those sorts of things like when I um decided to go here um the thing that really just like changed like decided for me was like I was between this and another school and I visited that school the day before I came here and um for like accepted students day and I got a weird vibe over there I was like I don't know and then I came here um and I was like yeah this feels really comfortable this feels really which I feel like most people say, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the environment. Um, it just felt really like good. I don't know. It just felt like a good place to be. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, my, I didn't, so I didn't come in being like, oh, like I'm going to use like all these resources and stuff. Um, and, you know, I, I didn't come in like thinking I was going to have accommodations. Um, even though I definitely should have had them. Um, <laughs> uh, it wasn't, I mean, we've talked like partly about like stuff that happened freshman year, but um, there were a lot of things. I remember freshman Annabelle, a different world. Oh my God. Yeah. Really glad that I am <laughs> not in that space anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Proud to see you prosper. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um yeah there were so many things that happened freshman year uh that really I remember my first CAPS appointment it was right before we went home for uh winter break I think it was like December 14th or something um and maybe that's a different I don't know but it was sometime around then (laughs) I get dates mixed up of like random little things that happened um yeah, but I, I, it was December and I, I had my first appointment and I was like, okay, I'm really at a point where I need to be taking advantage of these things and all the, the resources that are available and like actually uh, try to, you know, function on this campus. Um, and I think, I mean, CAPS definitely was helpful. Um, I don't think that necessarily everybody has that experience. Um, I mean, I now have like a therapist like from back home who I, I still see through like telehealth and stuff, which is really great. Um, but 
that's the thing is that caps isn't like they're like a more temporary sort of um resource and also like it for some people it takes like a long time to make get in to make you know see see somebody um and like i don't know everybody has like a different approach to therapy um so i went in for crisis crisis hours a couple times um and i had this one person <laughs> uh and i was was talking and and i was just like okay i'm not getting anything from this person like they were like like a a, a i don't even know i'm i'm okay cool and then they were like trying to say some stuff after and i was like this is not i was like i really just talked and didn't get anything out of this <laughs> I had an experience like that in high school and I felt like I was just crying to myself. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, I don't like this. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. And then um, a few weeks later or something, I went again for crisis hours and I saw this one person and they were absolutely amazing. Um, and I still think about um, what they said to me, like to this day, like it was just really, uh, like it just really stuck with me. It was really impactful. Um, so I think, I don't know, it, it's really just about, like, the approach and stuff. I just don't know if, like, I mean, I know in terms of, like, some factors, like, they're definitely not as versatile as they need to be in terms of, like, offering, like, support and help to students, um, and, like, different populations of students, um, on campus, uh, but, and also, like, the, the availability thing is, yeah so i'm glad that there are resources but i feel like there could be like i don't know more accessible resources yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's understandable like i remember um for the ithacan i went to caps because we had a new director of it i think like last year and he was talking about the changes he wanted to put in place, but then obviously COVID happened. So I don't know what's going on with that, but that was always my thing. I had friends going to CAPS for help, but it seemed like they could only meet like once a month or something when like my friend definitely needed to be meeting with them weekly. And I think that's so crazy. The mental health is so important in our generation. And I feel like we're not, like, we're talking about it more, but then, like, the resources to actually help and support us, like, aren't at the same level as where the conversation is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree completely. Um, And the thing is, like, a lot of, not to just like call it like I see like specifically it's just like a lot of institutions are like yeah we really prioritize like mental health and this that whatever and like a lot of just like organizations and stuff but then they just don't follow that up with anything substantial to like actually <laughs> back up like <clears throat> their claim that yeah they are about that um which is just really frustrating yeah yeah, it's why like not to say I don't appreciate those clubs, but why are those clubs being created and being student run when the institution should already 
have a focus on that. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I'm thankful for all that's here. I just feel like there could be more. Yeah. No. No. For sure. That's completely understandable. I know at freshman Annabelle, but no one else really knows about freshman Annabelle. So do you want to talk about adjusting to Ithaca? You don't have to go into specifics about situations that you don't want to. But Annabelle and I had um, uh, multi-storied lives, something, something, something. And it was our freshman seminar first semester fall of 2018 and I've we've been friends ever since I'm still friends with you still friends with Iyayu still friends with Kiana all of them and very diverse we had different gender identities different like places where we're from ethnicities which definitely I feel like fit with the multi-story line <laughs> like way better than I think it was yeah the theme was there one of the questions like <laughs> that uh you talked about is like something that I wish I knew like before I came here um and I feel like that goes in with the whole like adjusting thing uh I know I just talked about how like the resources aren't you know necessarily up to par um but I think like and in adjusting, I think, like, having those resources, I didn't get adjusted my freshman year. Uh, it really wasn't great <laughs> for many reasons. Um, I think it helped to have those resources, and I think that helped grounding me. Um, uh, I guess, yeah, throwing personal things in there. Um, one of my friends uh, filed an eye care report about me uh, second semester, um, which very thankful that she did. That was a great move. Um, and I met with like my RD and she was helping me like just get my life together essentially uh, in terms of like, well, mostly in terms of like academics, but also just like providing support otherwise. Um, and so that was really good and like just like little things like that that I feel like aren't um people don't there are a lot of like little things that I feel like people don't utilize necessarily um but uh yeah I I, I wish like coming in I had really prioritized like uh I mean self-care but not in terms of like oh let me just do face mask like <laughs> like which I do don't get me wrong but like <laughs> um but in terms of like exercising just like moving my body like eating oh my god um eating full meals eating three meals a day um just like carving out time for that and making sure that I did that um sleeping um things like that like really like finding like coping mechanisms and things for, for stuff that was happening. Cause I, by the end of like first semester, I really wasn't sleeping. Like I was so anxious and I was like ruminating like all the time about like stuff that was happening. And I, I would just be laying in my bed, like hoping that eventually by at some point in the early morning hours or like late morning hours, I guess, cause it was like five, six, seven, um, that like 
my body would finally get tired enough of being so anxious that I could fall, fall asleep, um, which eventually I did, but then I had like morning classes. <laughs> um, and by morning, I mean like literally just like 10.50, but if you're not sleeping until like 7 a.m., you're really not like getting sleep. Um, so things like that, that I feel like if I'd had these, I mean, it would have changed, wouldn't have necessarily like changed anything else that would have happened, but I think like in terms of adjusting, that would have been like really essential to helping that process. Cause I feel like I didn't do that and I'm still struggling with that um, less now, but like it's difficult, I think, like the farther you go into your college life to like start like coming up with these sorts of schedules and things um finding balance yeah yeah because you're so like I'm really used to like not having that um so starting that now like my third year being here I'm just like oh okay cool we're gonna try this today you know and just like figure things out um I don't know if that really answered the question no that makes sense no for adjusting I think that's important because I literally told you before we started recording that I was so jittery and anxious last night that I didn't sleep and I'm starting to get sleep now and I'm grateful that I don't have classes on Monday but I've always struggled with balance like there people talk about how work-life balance is truly a myth because you work five days out of the week and you have a two-day break and how there's not actually time for yourself (laughs) in that schedule and that was something really eye-opening for me because I just immerse myself in my work and make sure I'm passionate about it sure I love it but it's so much on me. So like my room's a mess right now, but you wouldn't know that because that's not what I show on my Zoom camera. And that's not what I look like when I leave my room. But I know that I'm a mess because my room's a mess. I know I'm a mess because like sometimes I feel like I don't have time to like, take a long shower, do a wash my face and like do a face mask or whatever and like take time to care for myself. It's like hop in the shower, brush your teeth. You're off running for the day. And it's just, it's so weird to think about finding a balance now because for so long we didn't have one. And it's like, are we ever going to get one? Uh, Yeah, and like for me, like, all the stuff that happened freshman year, I'm still like processing all of that and like working through the things that happened, like even stuff that happened sophomore year, because there was a lot of stuff that happened sophomore year. Um, but I'm still like working through those things, and so I'm trying to work through those things. Um, that were like, like I already didn't really have like a great balance coming in, but then those things added on top. So now I feel like there's multiple layers, and I feel like that happens with like people, even like that happened with me. Yeah, like. <laughs> And everybody has like different situations of like things that are the things that that pile, you know. 
Um, so yeah, it definitely, it just gets harder, like the longer you go without having that system. Do we want to kind of talk about the stigma around mental health for a sec? So we kind of talked about your teachers, but like the whole idea of you having accommodations for your anxiety, for other people, they might not understand how that's important or like what that means. And do you kind of want to explain what that means? Has it ever been like a moment where your professor's like, yes, like on my roster, you have accommodations, like those kind of situations? Because one time I didn't know professors knew. Like, I, I think I was new to this. One of my professors was like, oh, yes, you have accommodations. And I was like, huh? How do you know that? I thought I had to tell you about that. So if you want to just talk about that and just like trying to navigate doing accommodations during school without feeling like an imposter or like you shouldn't be using them. Yeah, that's a tough question. (laughs) Um, Just talk about how you experienced it. You might not have a positive answer, but that's okay. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's just a problem that I've always had is kind of like, oh, like my stuff isn't that bad. So like, why do I need accommodations? Like, okay, I can just push through. It's fine. I don't have to reach out and do all these things. Like, I'm good. I got it. Clearly, I don't got it. But um, (laughs) that's part of, yeah, the whole problem. Yeah, I feel like I haven't, like, specifically had professors who um have been like huh anxiety that's not real um but I don't know I guess like the situations we were talking about earlier like where there's kind of like a little weird about stuff um but like also the professor I was talking about like this semester that I have um they were being super super open about like uh their own mental health stuff and just being like I understand completely like it's all right like I'll work with you sort of thing which is always really I mean I don't know about how how other people feel when like other people with anxiety or other mental health stuff um how they feel but for me like that is the biggest relief um when someone else is like yeah like I have this thing too or just in general like it's okay like I I hear you I'm I'm here to support you sort of thing. And like that sort of, um, the, just those sorts of comments are like really nice. Um, Cause yeah, I always feel like I'm like, <laughs> well, um, yeah, I always kind of feel like I'm like being a burden on people and like all of my stuff is just like too much. Um, so to hear people, especially like like you and like, you know, friends and stuff like being like, I hear you, I see you, I'm not judging you. Like I, I'm here to support you and help you with like what you need. Um, it just really, really means a lot. Um I think yeah, because I always feel like I'm like I have the accommodations and that's great, and I do use them when I need them. Um, but I think, like I was saying earlier, the whole, like, (laughs) like, 
not calling on the spot sort of thing like those sorts of little things were like I'm like oh if I just explain to my professor like if you could do something differently and like not do that with me because I like that probably isn't like a great example but just like little things you know that I'm like oh this makes me really anxious could you not um please uh that would help but because I feel like yeah like me asking for literally anything is like a burden on people it's like too much um it it, because there's a kind of like I, I feel like that like plays into the whole stigma thing like that's that's why um that like people yeah like just not really taking things seriously and not really feeling like understanding and thinking things are like that serious um it kind of affects how yeah like how much and how comfortable I feel actually email like oh my god actually emailing my professors and be like hey I'm struggling right now because of these reasons um and could I have like an extension on this paper or whatever the case may be or like yeah I'm not going to be in class because like yeah today everything's really just coming down um so I think yeah in terms of that stuff I think generally with other people I think sometimes things are misunderstood um like I was saying earlier like the whole like me coming across as like a lot and like being super hyper and you know energetic whatever just because I'm like yeah people who are listening if you can hear Annabelle's laugh from across the room and it's like nothing to like be ashamed about or be like embarrassed about but it's such an interesting thing when people who do not know her kind of look in her direction because she's like laughing and it's like that's just who she is (laughs) you can hear it like I'm telling you right now anyone listening if you hear her laugh like now you'll know who it is because I spot it and I'm like oh Annabelle's here I'm gonna go say hi (laughs) I remember um last year I was up in front of the library I was talking with some friends and one of my friends was coming up from like lower quads and they texted me and they were like yeah I literally can hear you laughing all the way down here where are you right now like what is and I was like okay this is this is a lot uh I'm gonna just go inside uh my bed so yeah it's really everywhere um yeah so in terms of that stuff yeah very loud very expressive laughing a lot um which I think (laughs) I think also sometimes because I'm anxious all the time um and that kind of plays into me being more like um like seeing more like hyper or whatever mm-hmm. um sometimes my friends like don't know the difference um between like if I'm actually just like having a good day um versus am I really anxious mm-hmm. just because it's pretty much the same thing now they've melded into one um but yeah, yeah. so it is like a lot and that's something that's something like being your friend I've learned like when your hands are shaking and you just want someone to hold your hand or like you're like hey can someone go to the bathroom with me and it's like 
those small steps of reassurance that I don't think people understand are so important because I know if I was going through that I'd want someone who'd do that for me too so obviously I'm not going to be weirded out when you're like hey like I can't walk to the bathroom alone right now can you come with me and I'm like yeah no problem I think that people think anxiety only comes out in certain ways and like you're just an example of how it can come off in such an unsuspecting way and then people like not to say that they are obviously but if someone's like judging you because of how loud you're laughing or because you're like walking up to everyone saying hi and hugging people like they don't understand that like yeah you need to do that like yeah it really is like an understanding that like everybody is and I'm working on this too because it doesn't just I mean oh my god in terms of mental health and stuff like that is definitely important but in terms of just like generally understanding people too um like I'm working on this is just like looking at other people and being like oh okay however you're reacting or however you know this whatever you're doing your behavior like um like you're going through your own stuff and like you're seeing things and perceiving the world in like different ways than I am so it's just like an understanding thing I think and like listening like if that opportunity like comes up um but yeah like that's the thing is like sometimes I really yeah like I'll go around to like people and I'm just like yeah hey what's up <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> move on to like seeing somebody else um and it's kind of just like I'm so uh, like the word you used was like jittery like I'm just so like you know that I'm really just like moving all over the place um and like I really just need to be moving um yeah. because something else is going on and uh I'm not I'm struggling with that and so my brain is just like really going off the walls um but yeah it's like the little things too and just like not um yeah like I, <laughs> I don't like standing in lines I don't like um having to like go order like things or um have to go ask questions sometimes like if we're like to like adults um like real adults <laughs> and stuff like that and like I don't know it's just helpful sometimes to like have somebody there yeah it's like those little things are just really um like I really appreciate them and they're just really important too and just like understanding how those things work for like every every person yeah everything is is different for everybody so it's it's um what they need or what's going to be most beneficial to them is going to be is going to look different for everybody so it's just important to like listen and like understand and kind of like just give people that space to also um be open about that stuff and then so the question I ask everybody at the end is um, something you wish you knew before coming here. So something you wanted little Annabelle to know when she joined IC when she was the wee age of 18. Is there something you wish you could tell her now or something you want her to do or to have done? Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I, I touched on this a little bit already, um, but I think taking more time 
to like prioritize myself and what I need um and actually like checking with myself and listen to myself um and like feel what I'm feeling rather than just be like oh well you know some people are saying that whatever's happening like isn't that bad of a thing so I guess I should just move on um and like lying to myself trying to be like no no no, you're over it you're over it (laughs) but clearly I am not over it um and stuff like that and like really not not being afraid to like reach out and like ask for help or like find other resources and stuff um like I last year um I reached out I forget if I reached out to you but um I ended up meeting and talking with this lady from the advocacy center downtown um and she was like so helpful like she really was great um and I like I talked with her a few times uh and I even I I spoke with her over quarantine once too and it was just really really like having that support was really nice and just like talking with her was really was really good and definitely very helpful um and so it's like finding those resources that I mean like I know like there's stuff around campus but I feel like like posted everywhere you know but I feel like those things aren't necessarily I mean I don't really know maybe people are using those more than I am aware of um but that never had really seemed like yeah this is the avenue I'm gonna go (laughs) um and then I I reached out and I was like oh like I probably should have done this way sooner um because that was just really really helpful so I think like yeah I think just (laughs) like asking for help like listening to myself like being less I mean I'm still dealing with that like feeling like less ashamed or embarrassed or whatever about like what I'm dealing with um but working on that and like just being more open about like what's going on I feel like if people were just more open like because like clearly people are dealing with stuff (laughs) we're all going through it exactly so I feel like even just with yourself if people were more open about that stuff like because I think we lie to ourselves a lot (laughs) about stuff um so just that and like allowing yourself to feel whatever it is even if it's just like like a few minutes like in your dorm like that helps so much and I wish like I'd just been more in communication like with myself if that makes sense I don't know (laughs) So thanks again to Annabelle for coming on the show and being willing to have this conversation with me. You can find more episodes of The Intersection and other podcasts at theithican.org. Remember to be good people and treat others with kindness and respect. Thanks for listening.